0: Hello, and welcome to the Keto for Christ podcast. Have you been struggling to have success with keto? Have you tried it in the past, had great results, but somehow life happened and you gained it all back? It's so much more difficult the second time around. Am I right? Trust me, friend, I understand, and I feel your pain, frustration, and disappointment because that's exactly what happened to me. My name is Cherie Haynes, and I am so passionate about getting the message of keto out into the world. But what if I told you that bringing God into the equation could make all the difference? As Philippians 4.13 states, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. So, Do you want to do keto the easy way or the hard way? If you'd like to do keto the easy way, please join me each week as I share simple strategies for keto and as we pray together for the strength and commitment we need to honor this temple God has given us so that we can better serve Him. I believe when we do keto for Christ, success will be inevitable. Let's go ahead and jump into today's show. Hello, love. I hope you're having an amazing day so far. So I want to share something with you today that is on my heart. And so this might be a little bit different than what you're used to, but I think it's an extremely important message that could have a profound impact on you from this day forward. Last Tuesday... Our campus pastor passed away unexpectedly. I remember it so vividly, getting that call from Ralph who's at the gym that he just saw on Facebook that Pastor Danny had passed away, that there was no explanation really, he just collapsed to the floor. Immediately I felt my heart sink and I gasped in shock. This amazing man was only 41 years old. He had a beautiful wife and three precious kids. It was unbelievable, and I could not even begin to imagine what his family must be going through. It's heart-wrenching, really. And it made me start to think about how short life truly is. We think we have forever but really, all we have is this moment. Well, fast forward to this Tuesday. Ralph and I attended Danny's memorial service, and it was incredibly emotional. But also, I feel like I got to know him better in that two hour time span than I did the entire last four years we've been attending Life Church. So many people spoke on his behalf, sharing special memories and funny stories about him. But what spoke to me more than anything was the fact that everyone kept reiterating that he was full of love, generous to the core, and embodied Christ in everything that he did. He knew without a shadow of a doubt that he was put on this earth to share the message of Jesus Christ. And everywhere he went, he witnessed, whether it was at a restaurant or someone he passed on the street. One of his friends shared a story of him inviting someone to church who lived quite a ways away from our church And Danny was really encouraging this person to attend church, even if it wasn't his. He actually took out a $100 bill and told them he wanted to pay for their gas because he wanted them there no matter what it took. He wanted to remove any excuse they could have from attending. And as I listened to one memory about Danny after another, I just came to realize how much I have to learn from his example. I am not contributing even a fraction of what he is to the world. And I desire to be more like him, more bold, more generous, and more loving. His friends actually shared that he had this saying that was, be loved. So simple, yet so profound. What if we all lived by this every single day? What kind of a world would it be then? Well, later in the service, Pastor Craig spoke a few words. He talked about how he had called Emily, who is Danny's wife, a couple of times the previous week to check in on her and said he wanted to come in. He's on his summer break right now, and she said he didn't have to do that. He told her he wanted to be there, though, and he would have plenty of time the rest of his break. And she said, maybe. And you could hear a pin drop as everyone in the room grew very silent. She, too, thought she would have all the time in the world with her precious husband. And so Pastor Craig emphasized that all we have is today. And when we think of life in that aspect and live every day as if it could be our last, we will think twice before sending that nagging text to our husband just to have the last word. We will hold our loved ones a little bit tighter and a little bit longer, and make sure to tell them how much we love them. We will only put things into our body that will honor the temple where the Holy Spirit lives, and we will find ways to daily put others before ourselves. I've been thinking a lot about the importance of living in the moment lately, And I want to reference this passage, James 4, verses 13 through 15. Now, listen, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business, and make money. Why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, If it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. James was worried that people were wasting their short lives and needed to rearrange their priorities. As they always say, History repeats itself. And I think you and I are doing the very same thing. Don't you love? So I encourage you to keep that in mind today. This is the day that the Lord has made. This is the only moment we know that we have. What a difference our lives could be if we kept this in mind with every single decision that we make. Now, I want to go a step further. One of the most beautiful parts about Pastor Deany's memorial service was a letter that his wife wrote to him. It was read by a good friend of theirs. Now, I'm not going to read the letter. But to paraphrase, she starts off by sharing how difficult it is to understand why he was taken from her and the world so soon. But that she knew one of his greatest days would be the day that he met Jesus face to face. She goes on to tell him how deeply he cared for people to come to Jesus. And one line that really moved me to the core was this. You were so intentional with the time that you had here on earth. She talks about everything she will miss about him, and then she makes some commitments to him. It was one of the most touching things I have ever heard, and it really got me thinking. Now, this is only me speaking for myself, but why do I not share those words with people I love that are still here so that they know without a shadow of a doubt how much that they truly mean to me? So that's what I did. I wrote a letter to my husband and recorded it for him so that he can always have it to turn to when he needs a reminder. Now, I thought about waiting to read it to him on our anniversary, which is in a couple of weeks. But if I have learned anything in this last week, it's to never wait to tell someone how you feel. Because none of us know when God will call our loved ones home. And love, it was so invigorating as I reminisced about not only the good times, but the bad and how he stayed by my side through thick and thin and showed me what a man was. Because I had been let down so many times in the past and thought that I wasn't worthy of true love. And I just wonder if you'd like to consider doing the same. Just a thought. Well, switching gears a little bit, I'd like to open up to you about something that has been on my mind for quite a while. Would that be okay? I keep replaying that line from Emily's letter as she spoke of Pastor Danny. You were so intentional with the time you had here on earth. I have to admit, when I first heard those words, I had this pit in my stomach. Because I know I haven't been intentional with my time here on earth. I've gotten unfocused, distracted, and off course. My relationship with God isn't what it should be. My relationship with food and alcohol isn't what it should be. So I want to share this passage with you in hopes that it can explain the season that I'm currently in. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones, and a time to gather them. A time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to search, and a time to give up. A time to keep, and a time to throw away. A time to tear, and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. The passage goes on to say, What do workers gain from their toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on the human race. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live. That each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all their toil. This is the gift of God. I know that everything God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken from it. God does it so that people will fear him. Powerful, right? (sighs) Well, now is not the time for me to go into all of the details, but I promise, love, this will all make sense one day soon. But right now is my time to be silent for a little while. This is definitely not forever, but I just need some time to realign with what God wants for my life I just don't think I've been serving you as I should. I know I have so much more to give, but I need to surrender to him and allow him to lead my way. I already feel his presence and his encouragement, and I am so incredibly excited about what he is going to do when the time is right. So love, This is not goodbye, but I'll talk to you soon, okay? Now, I'll be popping in from time to time, and I hope and pray that you will still join me, but I probably won't be doing a full episode for a while. Now, I know my episodes are only about 15 to 20 minutes each week, but a lot more time goes into putting them together, and right now... I need that time to listen for his voice and to find my path again. Have you ever felt that way, love? Just like it was time to take a step back and pause for a moment before continuing down the same cycle day after day. I just feel him telling me to trust him on this. but feel free to reach out to me anytime. You can always send me an email at healthcoach.sherihanes at gmail.com or find me on Facebook or join our Keto for Christ group. I recently listened to a message from Pastor Craig titled, A Matter of Integrity. And it really made me take an honest look at myself. He encouraged us to pray this prayer, and so that is how I'd like to close this episode today. Please listen to the prayer and see if it opens up anything for you as it did for me. Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24 Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Please never forget I'm here for you, love. I love you and I cannot wait to talk to you soon. And please... At least consider writing a letter to someone that you love. I promise it will be such a gift to both you and them. I hope you have a blessed day in the Lord. Bye for now.